What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Jay the Zoomster podcast, episode, episode, um, episode five, episode five, movies I watched in February 2020, um, I haven't done an episode of this in a while, it's, you know, it's just my podcast, right, I'll talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about. And today's topic is movies I watched in February 2020. So, I watched... I watched, um... 19 films in February, and I watched 23 in January. So there's a little bit of a... of a... of a change in, um... in in film watching. Not by much. Not by much. Only like four. uh, only, Only like four film difference but uh, still a little bit and I wish that I could say well I watched less films but the uh the films I did watch were really good because I can't I I can't say that I think I (laughs) I think I factually watched better films in January than I did in February but that's 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 just the way life is right that's just how it goes we just gotta roll with the punches and um smile with the sad while we get on to talk about what I watched in February 2020. So, um, I guess I'll start at the bottom. I think that's what I did last month. I don't remember that episode. And I'll talk about the worst film. Then I'll talk about the best film that I watched. Um, the, uh, the year. <laughs> Sorry, I just... Ah, all right. So the worst film I watched in February was Doolittle. I'll go ahead and read my review for Doolittle right now because I do think it's quite comical. I gave it a half star. I said, "This is a mistake and a half." I don't know what anyone was thinking. When it's not funny as fuck, it's boring as fuck. I hate living. Everything is pain. Stop it. And that's how I about feel about Doolittle. This was <laughs> like. The second 2020 film that I saw this year after another film that's up on my list. And, like, it's shitty. It's just bad. It's not even really funny. There's some funny moments. But it's not even so bad it's good. It's just annoying most of the time and confusing. And it gave me a headache and it made me feel dizzy. And it, quite honestly, made me rethink life. Um, and, And that's kind of sad. So, yeah. Next, I watched Suicide Squad because I decided this month to rewatch the DC Cinematic Universe. Um, much to nobody's delight, nobody's delight of, of watching the DC Cinematic Universe. That's upsetting. Um, and I, uh, I don't, I don't know, dude. I just, I, it's bad. You've already heard all the the tales of Suicide Squad. Moving on, I watched Batman versus Superman, and this is also a bad movie. Nothing else needs to be said. The first hour is like a 6 out of 10, and then the rest of the film just goes down, 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 down the drain. There's really nothing amazing about it. It's shot, well, I guess, kind of at times, and Ben Affleck's Batman is pretty solid, and the music is fine. But, like, everything else is just a hot mess, and (laughs) it's just kind of awful. Man of Steel is the next film that I watched. Not really. It's just next on the list. I watched it before BBS, obviously. But Man of Steel, also bad. It's horribly paced. 
It's uh, got awful editing, bad villain, bad characterization for Superman. Do not watch Man of Steel if you if you have a choice, right? If a gun's held to your head and you have to choose between Man of Steel and Citizen Kane, you're choosing Citizen Kane. Number 15 is Horse Girl. This movie had an interesting premise. Uh, and then it just went too many places. And at the end of the day, I kind of just came away a little angry from it. Erin um, and I watched Color Out of Space. Color Out of Space is kind of hype. But on the other hand, it's kind of bad. It's got some really cool, like, cosmic horror elements. But it's also got my dumbass, fat, stupid hand bumped the mic. Really need a better mic setup situation. Yeah, I need a new chair, too, while I'm at it. I could probably go to Ikea and buy... A fucking rolling desk chair. Where was I? Cosmic horror bits. Epic. The characters and everything else, pretty, pretty bad. The acting's not very good. Nicolas Cage only does funny voices some of the time. It's a neat watch, and I enjoyed it for what it was. But at the end of the day, I, I don't think I'm ever going to rewatch it. It was just kind of a one and done for me. So. Moving on, I saw Hancock. Because my good friend Carrie and I, formerly Carrie and I Gaming, formerly Cage, formerly anything of the sort, uh, suggested that we watch Hancock. I think it was a meme. I don't know. Uh, but we watched Hancock. And honestly, like, the first half reminds me of Deadpool. And I hate Deadpool. So I wasn't very vibing with the film. But the second half, the second half kind of doing some epic shit. And I think, like, if the whole movie was the second half, I could say this is a pretty good film. Sadly, the whole movie is not the second half, and I don't like it. I think overall it's just kind of a jumbled mess, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it was made without a script. Like, I'm pretty sure they started filming without a script because that's the only reason that they could possibly have, like, two halves of a whole and, like, them not come together as, as poorly as they do. It's just kind of insane. Moving on after Hancock, we have Justice League. Release the Snyder Cut. Ah! Justice League is so bad, it's good. I'm not going to talk about it very much. I just have such a great time with this movie. I was dying laughing. I was in stitches for the entire th final 30 minutes. It's just it's just hysterical. It's I will die for this movie. Number 11 is Brother Bear. Brother Bear is absolutely fine. I get why it's looked down upon. Uh, I, don't, I don't love Brother Bear. I... I don't hate Brother Bear. I don't even dislike Brother Bear. I just think Brother Bear is fine. And I'm going to stop talking about Brother Bear now. And we're going to talk about... Zathura, baby. This is the best film ever made. It's got epic practical effects. It's got epic robots. It's got epic board game. It's a sequel to the to Jumanji starring Robin Williams with epic CGI. This movie's so epic. Jumanji, Jumanji kind of, kind of bad. No one, I don't like Jumanji. I understand if you do. I don't know. Robin Williams is the only good part of that movie. I mean, he's not that great in Jumanji. Uh, I, I can see why you would enjoy Jumanji, but I don't know. I, I think I've seen it too much to enjoy Jumanji now. My Jumanji loving days are over. Zathura, on the other hand, ooh, not only is the setting of space thoroughly more interesting, the practical effects have made this movie age like a fine wine. They still look epic, and I really, really enjoy the message the film has. And I think that a lot of the interesting things it does with the games are really cool. The problem is it never really elevates itself among and above 
being a uh, a simple kids movie and it's almost there it's almost really really good however there's just too many times where you know you're dealing with child actors and you're dealing with things that are a little too obvious and the plot kind of drags in the middle to where i'm like i still like this movie and i still would probably watch it again i have no issue with that but it do kind of be a little just little just okay it's still like almost good and it's just a little average a pretty great kids and family movie but you know it is what it is i still really like sathur and it has a lot of great elements coming up next we have sonic the hedgehog just go back and listen to everything about i said about sathur and that's how i feel about sonic i feel like it's got some great moments some really funny moments some really awesome moments but it's all balanced out by being just utterly garbage at times and feeling a little too much like a kid's movie again in this movie there's moments where it almost rises above that but it never feels like it takes the final jump into being really really good next we have wonder woman and it's just so it's just a good movie it's got some great uh character stuff in it for wonder woman and it's got some solid stuff between her and steve trevor and the war world world war <laughs> world war one setting is really fun and i really like seeing it the third act kind of messy and janky and contradicts the film's message but at the end of the day it's still a really enjoyable watch and i definitely recommend wonder woman it's a really <laughs> big breath of fresh air after the first three dcu movies that's for sure Number seven is Brick. I believe this is the debut film by Ryan Johnson, or as I call him, Ruin Johnson, because he ruined Star Wars. Ha 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 ha! Brick is pretty good. I actually really like it. My only problems with Brick is that, one, it feels too much like a student film at times in presentation and in writing and in the way it's shot. And I get it. It's his first film, and it was made with like a really low budget. And it's still super creative. But I also think at times, like, the kind of setting of it being like a, a like a boiled, hard-boiled detective film set in the, uh, the high school setting kind of drags it down at times. But still, when it does work, it is a really, really fun film. Next up is number six, Toy Story 4. I didn't expect to like this film as much as I did. I'm not a huge Toy Story 3 fan. But at the end of the day, this film was really, really funny. I would love to put it higher because of how much enjoyment I had. But at the end of the day, it really just the Woody movie. And every character that isn't Woody has nothing to do. You'd think that that would not be the case for Buzz because he's kind of always been the second character. But no, Buzz is just kind of sits around in this movie. And it's kind of annoying and frustrating. Still a really good time. And if this is the final Toy Story movie, like it should be. It's a really, really good cap off for the quadrilogy now. And a really good thank you and like make up an apology note for Toy Story 3. We coming into my top five, baby. Coming in at number five, we have the newest DCEU movie, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Or if you see it in theaters from now on, it'll be called Harley Quinn Birds of Prey. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> it's so much fun. I have a whole video about it on my channel if you want to watch that. It's one of my favorite videos I've made recently. Um, it's just a really fun movie, got great action, great comedy, the story is also just really fun, it's shot really well, just all around a really enjoyable and good time, and I definitely recommend it, it's easily the best film in the DCEU, and easily the best film that DC's made since The Dark Knight, uh, it's just really, really fun, I, <laughs> I really love it. Coming in now in the top four, we have The Social Network by David Fincher. This movie's really good, and I really think that it works well with the story it's trying to tell, even if the story of Facebook's creation is a little too embellished here. 
it ends up being a fun time to watch and he kind of turns it into a thriller but not really it just it's got some really like intense thrilling scenes the opening scene is fantastic i guess the problem for me is the story didn't really click for a lot of it but i still had a great time number three is another ryan johnson film this one's called looper it came out in 2012 i really really like looper I think it's got some great moments. It, again, is really low budget, but it manages to use that super creatively like Brick. And it really helps the film's narrative really work because it's really intimate at times. It never really feels as big as it should, but it uses that to its advantage, and it, it really works. Number two, Gone Girl. David Fincher made Zodiac, which is in my top three films of all time. Gone Girl about to be there, too, honestly. This movie, epic. I also have a video review of Gone Girl on my YouTube channel, so go check that out if you're interested because I worked really hard on that one as well, and I kind of talk about everything that Gone Girl does right and why I really love it. So, if yeah, if you're interested, if you want the lowdown, it's just a really good thriller that does some great stuff. It looks gorgeous. It has a great soundtrack. The acting is amazing, and just everything really works in this film for me. And coming in at number one, my favorite film I saw in February. Whiplash. 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 The best film of the decade of the 2010s IMO is Whiplash. Whiplash is <laughs> fantastic, dude. It's so well done. It's written amazingly. It's acted amazingly. It's fucking shot amazingly the music is so good the soundtrack works so well with the film this is everything that makes film great all bundled up into one neat little package that is whiplash it's short but it never feels like it doesn't have enough time to get its point across every second matters in this film and it's so 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 good so good whiplash is perfect <laughs> it's really really perfect i love whiplash so much so there we go that's every movie I saw in February 2020. As for actual new 2020 releases that I saw, I uh, I saw Birds of Prey. That was the first one. Then I saw Doolittle, and then I saw Sonic, and then I saw Color Out of Space, and then I saw Horse Girl. So I saw five 2020 movies in February 2020. So that's kind of dope. So thank you all for listening to this epic podcast episode. It's awesome. Also, Parasite won. Parasite won Best Picture. I talked in my last video about how if Parasite didn't win Best Picture, I was going to shoot myself, and they won. That's so cool. Joker Joker won two awards, and it didn't deserve any of them, but, you know, you guys got to trade it out sometimes for Parasite to win, you know? You know, it's also going to be Super Tuesday. It's Super Tuesday. Can we trade out to get my... Can we trade out to get a... Uh, get... To win? Huh? The coronavirus? I could get infected with the coronavirus to get get the get the nomination that'd be epic so that's it hope you enjoyed follow the podcast on spotify and everything uh for clear skin and follow my letterboxd subscribe to my youtube because my youtube account kind of epic and i would really appreciate you guys subscribing to that Hopefully, eventually, this podcast will grow beyond just movies I watched in blank the podcast. Um, maybe it won't. I don't know. But I'm going to do this every month because I really enjoy talking about movies and doing like a movie film roundup. So hopefully, the number of movies I watch will grow. Maybe it won't. It's still really dope to talk about the ones that I have seen when I see them. So thank you all for listening. And I hope you all have a fantastic day. I love you all so much.
And remember, go to the polls and vote.